Hello. You're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 134, Corsets and Collins. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and, and Jessica's, Jessica's Day of Fun. fun. Hi. Fun, 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 fun. We've already been talking for 15 minutes, so this is very in media res. Hey, buddy. Congratulations on uh, yeah, finishing your dissertation. Thank you very much. I wrote it. You did. It's done. You know what's really throwing me? That we don't use. We haven't had the video on for like haven't. months, and I don't know where to look. And I just moved further away from my laptop because I thought the fan might be loud, and then I remember that you could still see me, and I was just like slowly wheeling away from you. Well, look, everyone does eventually. Um, uh, yeah, congrats on that. Um, absolutely livid. I'm going to have to get a PhD now. <laughs> Congratulations on uh, then returning to an industry that doesn't exist. Whee! Thank you. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> you moved back again and I wasn't looking. <laughs> I was like, she hasn't responded. Uh, oh. Maybe you're just being professional. Turns out not the case. No, um, I've never been professional in my life. <laughs> Uh, yeah, to uh, to graduate into a recession once might be regarded as a misfortune. <laughs> to do it twice looks like absolute idiocy. Indicates that you might live in a country run by uh, people who are not good at planning or don't care. So twat bags, <laughs> absolute morons. A lot of them. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, good times. Um, how? how what? Well, you know, this is why I'm having the time of my life uh, being. Uh, uh, a retailer with an immune disorder <laughs> it's just <laughs> the best time ever uh, so we've 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 had some day uh yesterdays of fun while you were finishing your dissertation yes, and i yes, was reopening my shop with that's absolutely fine i, I mean i meant the one. listeners but sure you too no i know but i i picked one and then thought uh that it was only afterwards i realized it was the one that we recorded in the foyer of the national theater so that uh, you can pretend to, pretend to be in a busy area <laughs> risk-free what a treat that might be uh the one um, the one you released uh last last week or whenever it was the, mm-hmm. the previous one that you'll have heard uh, if you're listening to this one, the uh, one with from... the two all the boys I loved before. Yes, uh, uh, because the gif I've seen of what it is called Peter John Krasinski or whatever his name is doing this little weird smile. Yeah, um, but the character's called called uh, anyway. Carry on. Oh, Peter Kavinsky. Yeah, that's it. What? Wait, what were we calling it? Tut, tut bilb, as no one's calling it. To all tout. <laughs> yeah, tout bilb. Tat tat bilb, as no one's calling it. Um. I actually did listen to a bit of that, which I don't always do for the the, the old ones. I don't listen to them, and I'm worried I might, um, depending on the, how old they are, I might offer a really retrograde opinion. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Anything could happen. But I did listen to a bit of that, and uh, we were talking about pumpkin spice lattes. And yes, I that's that why I, I chose that. I still hadn't had one since the, the, the first one that I'd had. Uh, update. I still haven't had one. No. Um, and uh, I mentioned that my, my phone had not had a case in it for about a year. Oh. Um, and that was two years ago. And I've just bought a new phone case. Jessica, the, you are... Look at you responding to so, issues like, in a timely like, manner. Oh my god, guys, I can I can update you all on this, on my life situations with coffee and gadget protection. I've had one pumpkin spice latte this pumpkin spice latte season. Um, 
And to mark the event, I invited all of my staff to the shop and got a Starbucks order. And there's a thing on Uber Eats where you can do make it a group order and you can send the link to everyone and they just add their order, they don't have to log in. So you don't have to be like, okay, so what's, what are you having? What are you having? Oh, they look at it all. Anyway, so I got uh, that delivered to the shop. It was amazing. And I'm going to do it again on Friday because it's my birthday. Woohoo! And, and all I want is... um to make my corporate uh, seasonal drink just a little bit more corporate by getting um, somebody in the gig economy to bring it to my place of work. Amazing. It's not great, but i got to have an, an orange latte somehow. So I guess that's what's been happening, you know, recently and not in 2018. Nothing. Uh, I tried I to write notes. Dissertation. You wrote your dissertation, which is huge, but, like, not... It's a bit monolithic. Mm. Uh, I went to the allotment... Um, and yep. harvested a lot of squash well uh, courgettes and patty pan because I hadn't done that for a few for well yeah about two weeks so now I have a fridge full of courgettes I've got a really good courgette cake recipe I have used that recipe it was very tasty yeah although occasionally was did you also have this sometimes after a couple of days you cut a slice and these like weird little strings would yeah appear, which it goes it very like I don't know if it's it's just like it's a very high moisture level, but it doesn't look just go it's, soggy. It's like a sh- it's like a sugar, and because it goes mouldy, you have to keep it in the fridge. But sometimes yeah. we worry that the weird stringiness is like proto mold. Yeah, I had that with um. It's amazing. I'll eat proto mold if it tastes <laughs> that good. I made like a courgette bundt cake a couple of times, and the first one was amazing. I think did I put lemon and lime in it? Maybe I think that was it was like a courgette and lime or something. Um, and the first one worked out really well, and then the second. I tried to recreate it and the second two did exactly that so then I was like oh I don't really want to eat this because it's gone weird like it hadn't been as successful from the start but then it did the weird mm, like weird slice between slice strings, strings. yeah like and like, I don't know what to goo. google to find out what it is right uh, but the important thing is that autumn is here so it's the best season and I already feel it's slipping through my fingers Oh, I was going to watch You've Got Mail this weekend, and I didn't. Yeah. I'll watch it this week. Like, there's all the stuff I want to watch. Like, I should have written a list already. All the films I've watched before. <laughs> Hocus Pocus. Yep. You've Got Mail. Uh, Practical Magic. Yep. Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values have just gone on Netflix, Jessica. They have. I'm very excited. Oh, I've I've got... I've not watched last week's Ghosts. And this week's will be <gasps> Ghosts. This week's will be ghosts. I took so I didn't watch it until Thursday. I watched it the day I uh, submitted my dissertation because I didn't yeah, watch it on Monday because I was working, and I thought it'd be a nice treat. Uh, so for those of you in the UK, the second season of the BBC sitcom Ghosts has um, started airing again. But they've done that thing where they air it weekly on BBC One, yeah, yeah. at eight thirty on a Monday. But they also um, they put the whole series uh, on iPlayer. Uh, on the day that the first episode aired so you could from the day of the first episode watch the whole thing online but we're being very restrained and are only watching them one week at a time or if um, you're me or if you're Rosie I'm managing somehow to uh, to not watch one um, I forget so yeah and we're, we're sort of sort of watching it with friends via whatsapp in that we don't communicate at all during it but we just mentioned that we've watched it but we were all like oh my god we're gonna have to watch it live otherwise autoplay will happen and we'll just do the whole thing in one go mm. um and the because i watched the the second episode on catch-up it took like every fiber of control in my body to not just watch the third episode immediately yeah of course of course it's i like, mean i really want to watch the next one i suppose you could just immediately uh watch 
are what we do in the shadows just to stave that off true true yeah i think the trick is to just have something else lined up immediately so that you've got a plan yeah you should always have a plan like i watch grave of the fireflies straight into my neighbor totoro <laughs> yeah like or actually maybe it was brooklyn 99 i think i just needed something even more like straight to the eyes of joy uh Straight to the eyes of what the hell am I talking about? I don't think um, I'm being very good this episode, Jessica. Put that, put that on. No, it's fine. And I'm feeling very croaky because I haven't spoken to anyone for. Oh, oh my god! I don't know when I last spoke to anyone. Oh, it's Wednesday. No, it's fine. Um, Jessica, that was five days ago. Yeah, but that's like not that long for me. Okay, I suppose I do work in retail. I speak, but I speak to people every day, but just not with my, not with my, my, my face voice. Oh, you mean texting? I thought you because I was going to say I speak to people every day, but it's always me. <laughs> oh, I talk to I myself. Talk to... Okay, I that's have fine. Full conversations with myself all the time, or other people who I know but who aren't actually there, or just like, oh, I should tell so and so about this, and then I start telling so and so about this, or that even though uh, they're not there, but I like, I, I, or I just Jane Garvey, she'll anywhere. be interviewing me while I do the washing up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. thinking of I should release a, an album of songs, an album of the songs I sing. Uh, to Jacinda, where I take other songs and put her name in. <laughs> Jacinda, you're my little baby, Jacinda. I'm having a great 2020. I have Good. gone completely insane, but only in one portion of my life. In the most controlled manner possible. All of which ends up in my WhatsApp, so that's, you know. Anyway, uh, so I reopened my shop. Um, we're getting in there while we can. <laughs> it's really it's fun. fun while it lasted. <laughs> yep. Um. And uh, that's good. Uh, I've got new members of staff. Oh my god, my overgrown garden has reached that the two plants I think might be trees. I can now see from my window when I'm sitting down. My window is on the first floor. I, I could come and garden in your garden. I genuinely think you might need to do that. Uh, I walk everywhere now. That's continued. I think I talked about that last time. I now walk to and from work yeah. five times a week. Um, I'd love to walk to work. I mean, it is. It it, it did. It, it rained a lot this week, and yeah. I did have. I did have to take a change of clothes. <laughs> also, I tend to work a long way away and very late at night, so it's don't do that. Yeah. Whereas I ideal. work uh, ten till three. I've changed <laughs> my hours. I refuse to work. I go home at tea time, uh, and then the, now the days that I work till five, I those last two hours, you don't get anything from me. <laughs> I just sit in the office and. Uh, and just sit there going, ah, just just run down the clock, Rosie. Just run down the clock. I walk everywhere. My heart rate was my resting heart rate was really good. Uh, it was get, well, I say really good. It was getting better. And then this week it's just gone right up again. I'm really worried that something's happened. Like I'm very stressed and I haven't noticed. <laughs> I'm like well, I'm very stressed and clear. I I'm very aware of what's stressing me out. Uh, my plan for when I finish my dissertation, although I think in my head I hadn't fully anticipated that it would be autumn at this mm-hmm. point, was that I was going to walk the Capitol Ring. Um, I'm not going to do that right now. Oh, I want. Um, I would. I. I was planning at some point before I got ill. I was planning on maybe going to um, walk Hadrian's Wall and camp in October, uh, November. Oh my God! Yes, please. A hundred percent, my dream. I really want to go camping. My friend went camping the other week just for a night she climbed up a hill and went and camped for the night i was like man i should i would love to do that Me too. i could get rid of all my possessions hashtag van life yes i just want nothing i just want me and a wooden bowl and a spoon and, and a large amount of outfits for my cabbage patch kid to wear depending on the weather 
<laughs> yeah, she'd need. It's important to be properly attired for these sort of adventures. <laughs> got little hiking boots. Oh, little they're hiking just like sticking around. She's gonna have little little, little <laughs> cargo shorts and a cagoule. <laughs> a tiny little packet of Kendall mint cake. <laughs> Also, imagine it. I bet there's a Cabbage Patch Kid out there called Kendall Mint Cake. <laughs> uh, oh my god, if there isn't, there definitely is a drag queen, though. There's Would no way there the isn't stage, a drag queen please? called Kendall, Kendall Mint Cake. cake. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is coping in their own way. This 20, 2020 is taking everyone differently. That's good. So, what are you going to do with yourself now you finish your dissertation, or did we not ask? I do not know. Honestly, if you want me to be honest, I don't know. Uh, no, I have that. some work. I have, do have some work to do, so that's fine. Okay, great. I have some making to do, and uh, yeah. You could walk a really long way to come to work for me. I would walk a really long way. But God, can um, you imagine? Yep, I would walk 30 miles, and I would walk 30 more 30 to get back more. home again afterwards. Actually, it's not that. I think it's only like 25. Just to be the sister who helps sell some yarn and fabrics at your store. Very good. I didn't know that was going to scan until the very last moment. I was like, we just got to cling to the seat of our pants on this one, Rosie. Shall we do a main feature? Let's do a main feature. Do you want a song first? Oh, yes, of course. Just for, you know, pacing and uh, format. Mm. Tradition. My song is Tied to the 90s by Travis. Oh, my God. What a banger, Jessica. Right? Right. Oh, and in fact, um, ahead of time, uh, when you are requesting Saturday morning albums, can I suggest uh, whatever album that one is on? Good it's feeling. Not, Travis's not the man first. Who, thank you very much. First record. It's not the man who. It's the one before rockier. that. Forget the name. Um, and it is a little bit, a little bit rockier. Um, yeah, because after I mentioned Travis the other day when I discovered that they had a new song, I started listening to them a bit more. Mm. And tied to the nineties is great. And I think I might be tied to the nineties. Yeah, you are quite a nineties person. I am a nineties kid. Yeah, if yeah, but not like in a Buzzfeed. Are you a nineties kid way? Like. It's just, just I yeah. A general air to nineties about you. Nineties. <laughs> I'm I'm a millennial, but with like someone who is very aware of the the Gen Gen X work of the nineties. Mm. Mm. I listen to uh, Musical Splainin', which is a um, a podcast hosted by I don't can't remember if we mentioned this in a previous episode, but it's hosted by Lindsay Ellis and oh, I can't remember his surname, Carve Carrion. We'll put it in the link in the show notes. Um, Lindsay Ellis, who we've definitely mentioned on the podcast before, and they they talk about musicals, and each episode they talk about a different musical that they've been to see, and they kind of dissect. And uh, I think the way I explain it to you is to link it back to a John Mulaney uh, anecdote about taking Pete Davidson to see Steely Dan. So uh, in this situation, Lindsay is two men who love Steely Dan, and Carve is uh, a woman who hates Steely Dan, and a guy who has no idea who Steely Dan is. But they were talking about Rent on the last episode I listened to, and I deliberately oh, well, saved it uh, for um, for after I'd finished my dissertation so that I could actually enjoy it, because uh, I'm completely unbothered by Rent for someone who works in musical theatre and oh, really enjoys musicals. Shit. Uh, I have just never had any interest in watching it. Or okay, so I don't admittedly, care about the, music. the production I saw that I didn't like, I didn't get into having auditioned for it. So, so oh, maybe that was. I see. That was, but I had never seen Rent, and then it was a. I, the, but actually, no, I didn't mind the production. I thought the production element was very good. This was a major uni- uh, musical that the big annual musical put on at university, but the show itself, Michael. <laughs> That show, I, even then I was watching it and I was like, yeah, but pay your rent. I mean, now maybe I'm a little bit more radicalised. I've come back round. Well, the, like, the, 
<laughs> one of the reasons I knew I was going to enjoy it so much is I already knew how much Lindsay hated Rent. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be great. Uh, anyway, so the link to that was obviously it's uh, very Gen X. How did I get there? Tied to the 90s. Tied to the 90s. Right. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I have done this weekend is I watched all of uh, Julie and the Phantoms on Netflix, which I very much enjoyed. And the band from that uh, uh, are from the 90s. It's set now, but they die. Um, Not a spoiler. It's very crucial to the plot. It's the thing. premise. They 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 die uh, right at the beginning in 1995. Mm-hmm. So there's like a 90s band in with 2000s music. Um, when you said about talking like oh, thinking of 90s things this weekend, I watched all of. And knowing you, my brain was like the Google uh, autofill was. Uh, I thought you were going to say Empire. Yeah, speaking of the, no, it's like I watched all of the Mighty Ducks movies. <laughs> so I thought you were say. Oh my god, yeah, I did. Well, I didn't manage to watch the third one because they went off um, now TV. And I but made you know, the decision not to watch Jessica. Disney Plus. That that yeah. would be why they've been taken off. I made the decision not to watch the third one because I should have been right because I was going to take the time to write instead. And I, even though I knew that it was going off Now TV, I knew that it would ultimately end up on Disney Plus. So I figured that I would be able to uh, to catch up, uh, and it would be fine. Let's do a main feature because it's seven minutes since I said that, and all we've done is your song. Uh, so we are doing a timely review. A timely review, not even a late review, a timely one. Very timely. I think as we speak, it's still trending. Um, it's always at the top when I log into the app because today we're going to be talking about uh, the Netflix original slash distributed film Enola Holmes. Yes, we are. So we watched this on Saturday, but not basically. Netflix got three individual streams of this film from all four members of our family because <laughs> we all watched it individually, except our parents watched it together because it would have been really weird if they'd watched it in separate rooms. Although actually, they were watching it. I well on their their profile, but um, I mean, look, I pay for my parents' Netflix. I don't want to brag about what a great daughter I am. <laughs> Shocking. I mean, that goes up in price regularly, so. They're oh, welcome. They did also feed and house me for three months this year. And six months the year before that. But anyway, um, <laughs> so we all watched Enola Holmes. <laughs> and, and like <laughs> 28 of the years before that. No, because for three years I was living rent-free in one of their parents' houses. Um, <laughs> so how dare you? And, and the food was paid for by the government because I was on benefit. <laughs> so who's the winner here? Because it, it's not me. <laughs> So we all watched Enola Holmes, uh, but staggered. We didn't do it as like a a, a text along thing because I started uh, when I was having my dinner at six p.m. <laughs> Very good. I don't normally have my dinner at six p.m. Well, the early bird special uh, because it, on a Saturday I work till five, and then I walk home to Five Guys and pick up treat dinner on a Saturday. Well, not every Saturday, but this Saturday I did because I was a pooped. Um, <laughs> It's great. I have exactly the same thing every time. I also have the same thing for lunch every single day. But this week, I've mixed it up by uh, half of the yogurts I bought are rhubarb, not prune. Oh, um, goodness. I know, and actually that's stressing me out. I'd rather like just wild bought woman, all the same. Can't be controlled, not to be reasoned yeah, with. I'm going to have to make a decision every morning which kind of yogurt I take to work. Anyway, no, yogurt roulette. Just reach into the fridge and see what comes out. Like when you take all the labels off your tins. Yeah, you don't know what you're having for your dinner. Uh, so this film is a, <laughs> a sort of adventure film, adventure slightly mystery film, uh, starring and produced by Millie Bobby Brown, based on a series of YA novels about the teenage sister of Sherlock and Mycroft Holmes. Uh, in this, her mother, played by Helena Bonham Carter, 
has gone missing, and her brothers, who she has not seen in some time, played by Henry Cavill and Sam Claflin, uh, come to sort things out and make it worse. Ultimately, yes, they do make it worse. And there is a teenage boy dressed as Oscar Wilde. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's, that child's just dressed as Oscar Wilde, isn't he? Also features uh, Francis Delator and F- Fiona Shaw and David Bamber, who I once... No, I regularly sold food to at Plant Organic. Uh, not not to brag, what can I say? <laughs> uh, and uh, it was, I think, originally going to be theatrically released. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be in cinemas, but um, because of the demic gestures around, because of the demic it, uh, uh, Netflix bought the rights from, I want to say Warner Brothers but I could be wrong. Instead, you know uh, when I'm trying to explain like obvious reasons why things have been cancelled I'll just go because and then I want you to picture um, Julie Andrews spinning around on a hill like gesturing at everything <laughs> at the beginning of The Sound of Music, just me being like the world. Um, yeah, so it, it got released instead on uh, on Netflix last week and uh, I thought it was quite fun and also, normally I'm really nitpicky as anyone who has listened to our Vivacious Lady <laughs> review on our Patreon has and, and I managed not to be of course then as I started thinking about it I found loads of things to be nitpicky about but I didn't finish yeah. it and was like, well, I'd have done this, this, this and this maybe it was because I had a milkshake and I was having a great time <laughs> um, yeah, I don't mean I, I, I really enjoyed it I thought it was good fun uh, I thought it was sort of excellent we watched it on a Saturday night and as our dad pointed out, it was definitely Sunday night, Sunday tea time fair. Mm. That is um, that is a compliment, by the way. It's not hefty enough it's... for Saturday. But I think it might be too hefty for a Sunday for Sunday me. Night. Mm. Well, okay. It's just a bit where somebody dies in like quite a crunchy manner. Oh yeah, that was good. It was good, but you're just kind of like. Oh. There are a few minor explosions. Yeah, there's there's an uh, there's a slightly crunchy impalement that I was yeah, like as it as it went on maybe it maybe it became more like early um, Saturday night. But yes, yes, it's not uh, like the thing is it's now Saturday night. I'm like, give me a Marvel film. I want you to blow up a um, CGI universe. <laughs> uh, uh, but I thought it was really fun. Yes, and I said usually I am more critical, but I like this for what it was. In in the words of uh, Sabrina Spellman. I want something with a lot of random property damage. Correct. Okay, so I saw a review of something that was written by the same screenwriter. He's a guy called Jack Thorne. He wrote the script for uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Uh, right, right. So well right. done him. He wrote the script for the TV show version of Northern Lights. He writes loads of scripts and he's... Um, like a very big deal at the moment but somebody said yeah he, you can kind of tell he wrote it because you feel like maybe he right because he's so prolific he maybe doesn't give everything a second draft and there were and no, the thing is knowing that i was then watching this and i was like maybe i'd have given this a second draft <laughs> um but that's maybe more about what i know about the screenwriter and okay. the influence of one tweet i once saw <laughs> the, the film has <laughs> entirely swayed your opinion yeah, I'm really easily swayed like that. You you say something cutting about something in media or uh, the arts, and I'm like, yeah, that's my opinion forever. Um, uh, but I really liked the um, so so uh, it, it's kind of narrated, and also there are bits to camera by Enola, and I think that's really fun. I really enjoyed that because it's from a book, and that was Millie Bobby Brown's idea. Apparently, oh, she said it should do that because she'd read the books, 
and and then she, the reason she ex- and they're a bit more of, first persony, I believe so. But she wanted it to be really firmly rooted in Enola's perspective. Yeah, I uh, yeah I wasn't expecting that. I didn't know that that was that was uh, its its style. So it started and she's cycling along, and then she suddenly turns to the camera and starts talking. I was like, oh okay. Ah, oh, it's because I'd seen the trail. I'd seen a trailer where she did that, so I knew. But that must have been really like. Ooh. If I had seen the trailer, I had forgotten. Okay. Um, but um, but yeah, I thought that really added to it, and I thought that was mm. I I liked that aspect of it. At the 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 first time she did it, it was like, oh, okay, um, is this gonna be fun? And then it was, and then I actually really appreciated yeah, it's it. Like, is this gonna really get on my tits? And um, she, I like the the sort of the it meant that she could offer kind of a running commentary and sort of yes. fill the audience in on things like when the um. Mycroft is listing all the things that he's been paying for, and she's been she she's been she's telling like, the audience. That <laughs> I paid for a bathroom. We don't have one of those. That doesn't exist. Uh, yeah, water closet. Likewise, this is set in eighteen eighty four, which I think so. It's like quite a young Sherlock. Yeah, pre- seems like it's pre Watson. So and there were yeah, my... there are some um, timeline snafus issue question questions to raise rather than. A, a, I, I would assume Criticism. everything is deliberate rather than just did not do the and research. And also, there's a point at which you're like, well, who cares? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That was kind of my take, and it's like, it's 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 not it's not supposed to be a Sherlock Holmes story. It is Mm-mm. something based on the character of Sherlock Holmes. However, to me, at some points, the Holmes brothers were so removed from what the Holmes brothers actually are that I was like, this almost didn't need to be a sh- like related to Sherlock yeah. Holmes <laughs> because, firstly. Okay, this is not. This sounds terrible. I was like, "Oh, Sherlock's not doing any drugs," <laughs> which I know. But I'm like, okay, maybe it's because I love Elementary so much. But yes. he kind of wasn't. I know. Also, the the Holmes estate tried to block the release of the film because they said that Sherlock Holmes in this has emotions, and he only canonically has emotions in the books that are still under copyright. Because he's so calculating in the first books, which are now in the public domain, which is uh, absolutely cuckoo banana pants. (laughs) Like, what just... No such thing as a fish did one of their facts was this a few weeks ago. So they did a whole, like, discussion of it, and it's really, really interesting. So I knew this going into it, so I was kind of watching out for, like... Is he, is he being too caring at this point where he's saying, you're not my concern, my he's not in charge? weeping. Like, he's not, like, over-hysterical, but he is not, like, it's just wild to be, like, how emotional counts as under-copyright emotional. <laughs> I know, I, I really want to know the uh, the lawyer's argument in this scene. In, at at 47 minutes into it's... the and 36 seconds. Shall Henry Cavill like... looks at his sister for four seconds, which, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Um, like uh, I, I envisage it being um, I don't know if you've ever seen um, uh, Rebel Wilson was on uh, the Graham Norton show talking about um, how she got the certificate of Hustlers or The Hustle The Hustle there have been too many films with the word Hustle in the title recently yeah no, she um, wasn't The Hustle The Hustle uh, changed wait was it that one or was it well now I forget a, which film it was a film she, Rebel Wilson she got a film uh, certificate changed because um uh, film review board had said, said it was too bawdy to get um, like a, a specific like the the rating that they wanted. Mm-hmm. So she'd done like a whole comparison of other similar films, so, like similar tonal films, and um, and found that the link was that the ones that had had the lower rating were all male oriented films. Yep. Like, pit were male stars and were probably pitching to a slightly more male audience. Yep. Um, and 
that therefore it's discriminatory and she had so she'd written because rebel wilson or has a law degree so she'd done so she had been the one to represent it so she'd had to like completely straight or she she'd completely straight faced like read out all of the words that were used and all of the and this is obviously a complete like unrelated well not you know dissimilar tangent to the uh to the um sherlock thing but uh, in front of this review board and they found in her favour they agreed with her and they got the certificate that they wanted and it was only like the second film to ever manage that in that in that sort of situation incredible um yeah so that was that sort of made me think of that anyway back to the case what point. would like okay so like minecraft is meant yeah. to be Minecraft. i think the sherlock thing you can kind of get because he's kind of it's not so much like or oh, whether he's emotional or too involved he's kind of just removed from it like he's just kind of yes. like this isn't really part of my life but the thing with minecraft is minecraft is meant to be as clever if not more clever than sherlock. minecraft is supposed but to be he's better lazy. than sherlock he's meant to be just kind of like lazy or like he's not interested in putting his intelligence to the higher use that my- sherlock sees it as minecraft wants to um go to work and do his job and be very good at his job and then he wants to go to the club and be left alone and he yes. doesn't want to speak to it like diogenes club is like one of those silent gentlemen's clubs where everyone like just sits and reads the newspaper and doesn't talk to anyone he just wants to go and not have to interact with anyone the kind of place fred astaire gets kicked out of tap dancing <laughs> yes exactly maybe maybe i've assumed the diogenes di- i can never get the right diogenes the diogenes club uh, has I can maybe now I'm now I'm doubting that it is a silent club and I always just superimpose the silent one that Fred Astaire gets kicked out of tap dancing. But yeah, he's he um and he is like and he, he is the British government. I mean, obviously I know he's meant to be like younger here, but like he's yeah. and he's never depicted as unpleasant. Like he's I nearly texted you when we were watching this say so Mycroft's fun, huh? Even when he's like, if you look at say the um the the Stephen Moffat Mark Gatiss Mark Gatiss, Mark Gatiss yeah. plays. Uh, uh, Mycroft is that he and Sherlock are like very diametrically opposed, and they they but disagree. Bros. But they but like they he's not an asshole. <laughs> like no. no, like Mycroft. He do, why? It's not that he doesn't care. It's just that he doesn't. He's not interested. He's not yeah. interested, or There's it doesn't a, fit with his like how he sees like yes. The he world regards everything as a as a yes. Either it operates correctly, or it's in like a slight nuisance to him. But if something was important, he would deal with it. And also, you can imagine that he would like if he if he had to go and deal with his sixteen year old sister, he would find it like almost an amusing like he finds nuisances all, like beneath him, but in an amusing manner. Yeah, I don't know. So it's like so for me, it was there were points where I was like, you could cut the Holmes aspect because it doesn't really rely that much on the plot, and just have this as a fun adventure story about a sixteen year old. But I get why you pitched it yeah like it's it's an easy sell <laughs> and they i guess they needed the character of mycroft in this one they needed that character to be there to sort of propel the plot along yes in some places but it's just it's like it's just really interesting actually when you see adaptations of sherlock holmes is that obviously they do different things with watson and sherlock but pretty much even when you get say joan and she's not a doctor she's his sober companion like that relationship is maintained but the way that people you then get i think a lot more playing around with like the mycrofts and the um the strads and the moriarty's and the, Miss- and the moriarty's and the mrs hudson's yeah. that i think is actually obviously you don't get those last two in this but it's kind of interesting to see those comparisons like can go way off in different directions because like mrs hudson in uh, uh sherlock is like lovely Una Stubbs. I didn't yeah. know that you did all the dance. I put Una Stubbs' head on your body afterwards. <laughs> and then in um, 
in elementary, I think it's is it Candace Kane, and she's only in a couple of episodes, and yes. she's like and she a nice turns, she's transgender just housekeeper like, who like comes every so often, sort of clean, cleans their house to sort their lives out for them, <laughs> and then like pops off again. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I think that's quite interesting. But the way they were like, well, also, if you're an like a probably teenage girls or like the family audiences watching this probably don't care that much about Mycroft's character but I find it interesting <laughs> they'll be like yeah we just need an anti yeah, that's true. yeah. I thought there were loads of good costumes Enola has a different frock in pretty much every scene which was yep, maybe um, unlikely given her circumstances but I didn't care in the slightest she looked good they were all great <laughs> well I mean a lot of the the later bits are when she's got the money that her by the way there are obviously spoilers abounding in this but we will oh, not yeah, sure. actually spoil the mystery or the ending of it uh, like when she's got the money that her mum has left her like left for her not left her she's not deceased or is she we don't know at this point yeah so she could just be buying different frogs and it's yeah so it's implied that she has been left quite a sum to to deal with um so she acquires a lot of new clothes yeah that was a bit where she was holding the money and it looked like they're all five pound notes and i was like that's not very much and then i remembered that if you had like a couple of hundred pounds in Victorian London that was loads of money yeah, so yeah. Like, she's got like 200 she's got, pounds she's That's got nothing. like a whole wadge of folded paper, paper but, money yeah. and the, the the expression on the woman on the face of the woman in the shop whose eyes are doing like the <laughs> yeah. I have been um, as I believe we've mentioned watching a lot of uh, costuming YouTube especially mm-hmm, Bernadette mm-hmm. Yeah, we're into, the, we're into the costume unpacking we're portion the of this everyone strapping um, so it's kind of a, a bit of a bugbear of people like Bernadette Banner and um, Carolina Zabrowska that if you see a woman wearing a corset in a movie, it's like there'll be a scene of them tight lacing and they won't be wearing a chemise underneath. And it's all like incredibly like, oh, wow, aren't corsets an absolute nightmare and they're so restrictive um, and that uh, you then get interviews with the actresses saying, well, it's terribly difficult. I had to wear a corset. Um, and actually, I, I can never not think of the. Um, and I like Emma Stone. Like this is nothing against her, but uh, the the clip of whatever show she was on, which is yeah, my organs moved. And I'm like, I, have you? Did, yeah, I don't want to question your lived experience. However, that's not what. Like did they? And and the, uh, as I saw in a tweet recently that said that the problem uh, actually isn't that women wore corsets; it's that women are now expected to have the ideal body shape without corsetry. Yes, this um, is a thing. And there was no. Um, well, I was going to say there was no no like um, overlap, and of course there was because people wore girdles. But then basically, once people stopped using support wear, uh, everyone started going to the gym. But but in this, Anola doesn't really want to wear a corset. But when she she knows that it's useful because she needs to blend into polite society, and also uh, she can just hide all the money in it because you have to. Because as Bernadette says, it wasn't the Victoria women had teeny tiny waists because of tight lacing. They had laced up corsets, but they also had padded busts and hips. Yes, to, which gave the illusion of a teeny tiny waist. And I have to jump in here and say, if Anola was sixteen in this film, she would have already been wearing a corset. Mm. I like suppose you would. just have to she base it on the fact that maybe her mother wouldn't have in this her freewheeling mother wouldn't have put her in a corset. She'd have been wearing something though. Yes. Um uh it wouldn't have been the the one that w- that she bought in the shop. It wouldn't yes, have been like she that. then ends up in like full whalebone um which then proves useful when somebody tries to stab her. I don't think yeah. that's a spoiler in an adventure film that somebody might try and stab somebody else. Um uh uh yeah, so I quite liked that it it handled that kind of it it kind of played with the oh my god aren't corsets a nightmare and then at the end 
like the, well like you can kind of see an evolution in her costuming yeah um through like There's... the dresses she wears throughout and then she's disguised as a boy again this is in the trailer and then the way her different dresses post disguise kind of play because by the end she's in like yeah. pre-raphaelite relaxed wear yeah which i thought was a little bit late but never mind for the was... era not for the for like <laughs> oh, God, about time I what, mean, she like... wouldn't have been like 1884 is too early for that the the style would come slightly later yeah but i do but again i was just like willing suspension of disbelief that's the thing with that's why that's why i was like does anyone know what year this is setting because i hadn't mm. been paying attention mm-hmm. when the um newspaper bit was featured saying that yep. it's and i i googled it because i was like they're talking about a reform bill i'm assuming that's a real one typed in reform bill and all of the auto films were reform bill in Ola Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> um because that is a real reform bill and it was about the, yeah um, in franchising uh, more men and Which, so I'm of, not interested in it yeah. <laughs> and one, one of the, the reasons I wanted to know was because I was trying to work out how far away we were from the uh, Married Women's Property Act of 1870 and 1882 to know whether it was correct that Mycroft owned their house and I think it would have been but yes, I'm not sure. I mean, is that something that has come into your dissertation? Because I know you're... Yes, I've just been doing a lot of reading about that. I mean, fascinating. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there was one in 1870 and then there was one in 1873 three or four that was like just an amendment to that one uh, which I didn't really look at but the one the 1882 one was sort of the big one and that is what um, repealed the previous one because we have that one instead and basically that was how women were entitled to retain their property and was a lot to do with like when you got married your husband you no longer object? owned your yeah but also like if you owned something before you were married that you'd inherited from your father or whatever if you got married that would then become your husband's whereas the property act meant that you then retained control of it and it also meant that if you had like um you could i think the previous one you could retain control you could sorry you could retain ownership of it but you didn't have control of it so if you had if you owned a house it was technically yours but you couldn't do anything with it your husband would be the one who had to you couldn't rent it out and stuff like that it's quite it's quite complicated and it's like yeah. and it also deals with like coverture of like not it being also just feels owned like by your husband it's, it feels baffling the idea that like i would get married and then my husband would be like that's great i love you darling and i'm so glad i now own this uh, very small collection of funko pops and <laughs> um uh did you know i own the west wing on dvd now <laughs> you'd be like what the-? like it's just wild i know obviously we have I well, I assume we, we have, have more, more stuff, stuff now. Um, you know, the and like women of personal personal, personal belongings properties with like, like different. You could sort of fudge over, but like if you for whatever reason like left in the middle of the night, yeah, your husband's your hus- not going to be like, excuse me, this is my hairbrush. Um, yeah, exactly. And if you like, basically everything was until that point, things were fine, generally speaking. Broad generalization, obviously, until something went wrong. So like, if yes, you had, you, you tried to leave. your husband died or something. So it, it, it protected it in widowhood as well. So when Enola's father died, that is why Mycroft inherited the house instead of their mother. But he's agreed that he she has eighteen years. But he's given her tw- until... sixteen years to raise to raise Enola until she's eighteen. Um, so I was trying to work out the timeline of how old Enola, because in the flashbacks where she's dragging where she's dragging the 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 pine cone around the house, and my and Sherlock has said that their dad used to chase her with it. She looks 
like she's not a toddler she's a small child but in that. she says so she's like say she's her. maybe like three or four mm. so if it's 19 if it's 1884 now and she's 16 so she would have born this point so it would have been this year so it would have been like 1771 or two so like which so i was trying to work out which legislation meant that their mum could have kept the house so whereas that's what I, did I, I was watching it uh, drank a milkshake, milkshake, and then had a cider. Mm. And like, and it's so unimportant because it's crucial to the plot that she doesn't own it. And like, yeah. and gen- and this was actually more kind of as the film ended. I was like, let me just check that, just out of curiosity. But I genuinely did enjoy the film, and I didn't. I don't view that as a flaw at all. It no, was just one that you know, your brain goes down like a rabbit hole because I'd just been reading so much about it. And also, there's partly you can be like well it doesn't really matter like obviously it's a fictional story but then part of the hot the plot hinges around a vote in the lords that really for place of legislation that is real that like people yeah. talking about a re- and, like they talk about a reform re- bill a lot for an adventure film <laughs> right and was actually uh, uh solved by um coalition and won and was like passed by quite a majority <laughs> so it didn't really come down so to one kind yes yeah, so it's they, like yeah. when it's like how uh Angelica says, uh, my father has no son, so I'm the one who has to sort of climb for one. Exactly. Actually, yeah. he had like six sons. <laughs> well, like yeah. there were six of them. There were... It's, it's, yeah, it's um, based on, based on an idea by the... Loosely by based the history on some of the legislation by the, by, yes, it's like based on a book. Oh, the Enola Holmes books. No, Hansard. <laughs> uh, shall we, shall we do some thumbs up? How many thumbs up are we giving yeah. it? I'm, I'm giving it a... An enthusiastic one and a half thumbs. I was going to go for one and a half thumbs. So, so uh, uh, three enthusiastic thumbs up. I think that's really. Good. I thought it was really fun. In the only thing that, like, throughout, I was thinking, I wish he had a hat on, but at the same time, I was like, well, it's obviously a a character choice, a costume yes. choice that she doesn't have. You know, and she says at the beginning, well, I had a hat, but it makes my head itch. So she obviously doesn't like wearing hats, and I've only just remembered that. I do immediately discard that. But even when she's sort of gussied herself up to look like someone her she brothers wouldn't have be a looking for. It makes her more conspicuous that she didn't have a hat on. But it's no when calls the hat. <laughs> but it's no when calls the hat. I've had to stop watching that. I'm to be brutally frank, largely in part because I can't look at them any longer. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> uh, right, shall I do a song? Yes, Rosie, do what's your song? My song is Proserpina by Kate McGarrigal, but it's the version um, from an album uh, after she died, so it's her sister, uh, Anna McGarrigal and uh, Martha and Rufus Wainwright and many other people and it's the last song this is really bringing the mood down I should have done like a jauntier <laughs> switch uh, it's the last song she wrote before she died and oh, I heard God. them singing at her um, uh, at the Christmas concert I went to last year and in retrospect my god am I glad I went to see A Not So Silent Night uh, and I, wa- I did have tickets for November 2nd at the, at the um, Palladium to see Rufus <laughs> um, oh yeah that is well his tour in march april got cancelled so they booked it for november which could have worked um he is doing weekly digital concerts throughout november october november and i'm kind of tempted to book for all of them but it is very expensive anyway this song is amazing and it's about persephone and it's about the seasons changing it's it's absolutely amazing great. snack of the day snack of the day Okay, my snack I've not actually ever eaten. However, so intrigued. My father forwarded me an email about it, <laughs> which is uh, Colin the Caterpillar is thirty this year, <laughs> and one of the things that you know now you can get a normal Colin, you can get Connie. Don't believe in that. Why the heavy gendering the Ms. Pac money of Colin? Yeah. 
for anyone not familiar with uh, any of our, our uh, overseas listeners, <laughs> Colin the Caterpillar is a, a chocolate Swiss roll cake that you get in Marks and Spencer's. And usually at this point would be this t- the moment where we say other uh, high street supermarkets are available, but in this, obviously, you, no. it is only available. They all do Spencer's. Caterpillar knockoffs now. Colin is the only. They're all they're all young pretenders. And, uh, uh, and it's a it's a chocolate Swiss roll with a with a face and white chocolate with face, like a chocolate and, face and, like and chocolate feet and smarties on it. And they they did a, a girl one. I'm doing air quotes. I do air like I do verbal air quotes on this all the time. And then I yeah, me too. Like there's no point in that because it's an audio medium. Um, they've now started doing or from a while they've been doing mini Collins, which is like a Cadbury um, mini roll mini roll. With better. the Colin face. Now the Colin face. The birthday girl gets the face. It's a, a fact. Cadbury mini roll is like the um the the the, the snack sized Swiss roll of uh, the Twinkie of the snack sized Swiss. It's roll. a mini Swiss roll dipped in Cadbury's chocolate with artificial or, um. What is the cream in the middle made of? Because surely they must be vegan. Dreams. Um. <laughs> anyway, they're a classic packed lunch staple. Now. The birthday girl gets the face on Colin. Always. Colin is a fantastic birthday thing, although it's actually quite hard to, to cut because he's ridged and on the different the high ridges have the smarties and the shoes. So sometimes you have to line it up because you can you might get a suit a shoe given to you separately to balance it out. Anyway, the important yeah. thing is the birthday girl gets the face. It is white chocolate, but that kind of modelling y white chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's very thick. If you eat halfway through, you have regrets. It's got um, sort of a Thomas the Tank Engine uh, sort it's of beautiful situation going on face-wise. Now, the mini Collins have a minute. They don't, like, fluff it with just, like, a white chocolate button. They have a miniature version of the cake. And now, to celebrate Colin's birthday, in a kind of Percy Pig, to bring in another Marks and Spencer sweet <laughs> thing size bag to go with all their sweets they are doing a bag of Colin faces <laughs> so it's just all the mini mini caterpillar faces so that everybody so you can have a birthday party and say you ha- get the main cake oh they also do wedding ones which is a bride and groom and you can get giant yes, ones that feed like 40 people or me uh, and, and so you can now <laughs> get the normal weekend. one and the packet of faces so that everybody at the party can have a bit of a face uh, our, father, girl. our father also forwarded me an email to inform me that you could buy uh, Percy Pigs in kilo size packets. So, oh happy God. birthday to me. That's my snack. Two things I've never seen. I, I can't top that. I made some very good cakes this weekend, but let's segue immediately into uh, Needle and Fed. Needle and Fed. So, you've, you baked some cakes. I baked some cakes. Uh, I, they were surprisingly successful because, in fact, I was I was thrilled with how they turned out because I eyeballed the mixture and thought this is going to be a mistake I can't believe you did it um, I mean I use my skill and judgement I've done a lot of baking so I kind of I you're not like a person on Nailed It who just looks oh. at a recipe and then it just, just throws things in a pot you know it was like old school vegan baking I used mashed up banana because I had some bananas that needed using up and I didn't want to make a banana bread because that's like no. so 2020 <laughs> that's so <laughs> spring 2020 yeah what is it um, May so I, um, yeah, so I mashed up banana and then it's just the usual sugar flour. Marge, I used Marge this time, not oil, so that was different from my recent baking. Wow, Jessica, mixing it up. This is like how I've tried to add <sighs> spontaneity in my life by changing the order of teeth I clean. Came out, it was, and it was soft Marge, like it scooped it out of the tub, like it was the 90s. <laughs> and a um, bit of bit of uh, soy milk to, uh, to sort of loosen the mixture up, the batter up a bit. And this is what did it okay obviously vanilla essence and uh dried cranberries yeah. delicious thrilled and they they came out they're incredibly light 
They're in fact one of the lightest cakes I've ever made, I think. So there we go, that's, that's going to be my new recipe. Unfortunately, I do remember what I did, because I did use measures, I just didn't use a recipe. Uh, so we've not recorded in a while, during which time I lost my knitting mojo. Then I refound it, but I did like I did lose it for about a month. To with ex- only a knitting shop. <laughs> I know, to the extent that I had to say, I mean, like, I've always reckoned, yes, I've got a knitting-themed tattoo, but if I stop knitting, it represents when I, like, when I, like, when knitting was really important to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But which is still true, but the, it it got so bad that I had to verbalize that that idea. Anyway, then I <laughs> discovered myself. I've had to reteach myself to knit is the problem. Um, within two weeks of publishing a book about knitting, I realized why my tension has been so bad, and I've had to completely change the technique I use to knit. Right. Yeah. Bad <sighs> habits. Which is paying off. My tension is much better. However, it's a real faff, and I'm not. Ha- I, mm, Luckily, I've now got loads of projects like back on the go. I've started teaching my jumper class again virtually, and it seems like it's actually going to work. And I've got a really great bunch of people, so I'm excited. I've started re-knitting my Christmas jumper that the gauge was so bad it was I had I did manage to finish it in time for Christmas last year, but it was too big, and I decided not to wear it. So I'm re-knitting it. Hmm. I finished loads of things, but I think I'm going to save hmm. them for next week, next time because we've accidentally talked forever. Yeah. Um. But Sampler Sunday is still going on my Instagram. We can do and a more to- crafty episode next week. Let's or do a more time. crafty one. Um, I might have done some crafts by then as well. Been doing loads of... I've got loads of knitting. Like, back on the go. It's really exciting. I'm going to knit just under a cardigan. What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Oi! Well, we watched Anola Holmes. You may have Bring, bring watched, me listeners back up to speed. Yep, I was going to watch Gem, say Gem and the Holograms. I watched Judy and the Phantoms. That's the one. And uh, I've listened to Musical Splaining, hosted by Lindsay Ellis and Carve Teherian. Uh Okay, I'm trying to finish television shows that I and not just start loads of television oh, I shows. Shit's Creek. Did I do that last time? No. So I'm I have... six episodes off finishing Shit's Creek, but now I'm caught up. Um, our mother and I kept kind of getting. We were trying to Pacing sync up each watching other. it, and it was really yeah. Drafting we kept each lapping other. each other. It was really bad. Um, but I've now, as of today, this lunchtime, watched it so that we are going to watch the last six together. Um, I've been watching the Babysitters Club. I've got the last two to go. I, yes, I've I, I finished the Babysitters Club on. Um, Great. I need Saturday. more. It's so nice. It's oh really my god, nice. Mary Ann's dad is the best member. Uh, I th- right. I said to you what I thought you were. And then I went, no, actually, you're this. And then I went, no, actually, you're this. And definitely nailed it on the third go. <laughs> but it made it really underwhelming because I told you what you were. And I was like, no, it's not. And then, but you're a Dawn. Yes. Uh, and I'm a Marianne. With Stacey Rising. <laughs> well, if Dawn hadn't turned off, I'd have had to be Janine. So, well, <laughs> so yeah, I get to are. be an actual member of the club. <laughs> well, although if it wasn't for Dawn, you'd probably be closest to a Claudia, but you were definitely a Dawn. Well, you started off by saying you're you're mostly Christy with somebody else, and I was thinking, well, that's joke because I nearly texted you the other day to say, well, Christy's unbearable, isn't she? Oh yeah, Christy actually, is unbearable. Like she isn't, but like she—that's no. the whole point—is that she's Christy is a lot, but she she's working on it. Uh, so I'm finishing that. I've nearly finished Dead to Me, um, but I also wanted to put a shout out for a show I can't actually watch, but I've seen clips of, which is that the Amber Ruffin show has started on Peacock, uh, yes, and they I have put it on some, YouTube. Some clips of that, and very much enjoyed it. And mainly, I uh, eat the same thing for lunch, come home every day, do the same routine, and uh, go to bed at 10. So it's all, go- it's all going very well for me. It's all good. It's all good. 
so mainly it's TV to recommend to you these these days. Yeah, I think I think same. Um, still working my way through Death in Paradise. Wow. Ticked Which... off my third third person I never know. But Jules and I, so my friend Jules and I have a game where we like to spot people we've worked with in in the wild. <laughs> Death in Paradise is great for that. <laughs> so that's I'm enjoying that. I'm on my third uh, third uh, head detective. I was going to say, how many have you been through? So that's uh, Adlo Hanlon turned up. It started last night in the episodes Great. that I watched last night. Is it Ralph Little afterwards? It's Ralph Little after this. Incredible. And uh, I've started watching Dirk Gently's uh, Holistic Detective Agency. The Netflix version. The Netflix version. I'm very much enjoying it. Yeah, I watched the first one and it was I was not concentrating enough. By which I mean I was probably on my phone. And I couldn't... I didn't know what was going on. I have read the books, but like... That, that program is F- quite strange. 15, 15 years ago, at least... And it's quite like bloody, but you yes. know, like in a slightly kind of in a fun way, not in a comedy way. In a fun, yeah. Oh my god, it's nearly tea tray time. <gasps> my god, how exciting! I I have I'm gonna watch Rachel Maxi make a pumpkin head. Oh, I'm gonna watch Rachel Maxi make a pumpkin head. Her autumn content is so she loves autumn so much. She's one of my nice lady crafters on YouTube. <laughs> um. Uh, I watched Morgan Donna put pockets in literally every skirt and dress she owns. Strong. I watched her tie dye a uh, uh, Robalaren the other day. Uh, Robalaren uh, Rainbow. Yeah, that was really good. Um, also, I've got Animal Crossing. If you'd like to play Animal Crossing with me, please uh, let me know, and we can. Oh, I thought you were talking to me then, and I was like, I don't want to play Animal Crossing. No, I'm talking to Jessica. Remember, we we're still recording. There are um, other people here. I have. I spent. Okay, so it it took me about four five four months to get a Switch. Um, and it was not a small thing, like, like pay. It was not ex- it was not cheap. And to be honest, my half hour every day playing Animal Crossing is kind of worth it. <laughs> it's really cute. I'm growing pumpkins. I've seen on my little island with your little um, little person who looks like Esme from the Sony Bee. Yeah, she got a little pink bob because I was giving her my actual hair, and um, then I was like, oh no, I could have my my fun hair back. I'm gonna grow out my hair so I can have my fun hair again. But the problem isn't the growth; it's the um, None of it's bleached at the moment. <laughs> it's it's just it's the brown. It's it's the colour it comes out your head, which is tedious. So is mine, largely. Okay, thanks so much for listening. We'll be back. Uh, well, I don't think this might come. This if you come back in two weeks' time, this conversation might still be going. Uh, anyway, bye. Love you. Okay. Okay. Bye. I hope not sporadically. There are over a hundred episodes of Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, and you can hear them all in the podcatcher of your choice or at rosieandjessica.co.uk, where you can also find show notes with links to everything we've discussed in this episode. We're on social media. Find us at facebook.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, on Instagram at Oh My Greyhounds, and on Twitter at The Day of Fun Show. You can also email us on hello at rosieandjessica.co.uk. To support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, become a monthly subscriber via our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, or kit yourself out in Rosie and Jessica t-shirts and tote bags from shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. Enjoyed the show? Please rate and review us. We'll be back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening.